Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. with the offensive side of the ball when it comes to injuries it, it seems like Debo might be out for another game or is that still he is out yeah with him out over the last few weeks or just even the last game you have other guys playmakers I mean goodness when it comes to the tight end room it's one of the things I feel like Cincinnati's defense has struggled with outside of Travis Kelsey they seem to be able to stop him which is absolutely wild but when it's yeah. Andrews or it's another top tight end in the league they just struggle with being able to stop him and it feels like he could you know have a big game and just the other playmakers they have on the team that have been able to step up for the San Francisco 49ers yeah I I think Kyle Shanahan misses Debo because I think Debo is, is is a bit of an easy button for him, right? If the offense is struggling, if they're if they're struggling to string together some some consistent drives, you know, he loves to dial up just a like a, a wide receiver screen or an end around or something for Debo just to get the ball in his hands and get him in space because he's otherworldly when when that happens. And so when he doesn't have that, I think he struggles sometimes to find a way to break out of, you know, a, a, some inconsistencies, if you will. And you're right. They've got a lot of other playmakers, obviously Christian McCaffrey being, being top of the list, but Brandon Ayuk, who is, is coming into his own this season as, you know, in, in my opinion, one of the probably 15 best wide receivers in the NFL. And obviously you've got George Kittle, who is, I think in, in my opinion, the best all around tight end in football, Obviously, Travis Kelsey is the best receiving tight end, but George affects the run game significantly more than Travis does. Uh, and it, he has he he had a big game right against the Cowboys, three touchdowns. Um, that was awesome. But for the most part, he's been pretty quiet this year. And so uh, I I would expect to to see Kyle try and probably get him going, uh, especially again if if Darnold isn't is the one taking snaps because it's a, a quarterback's best friend is a is a reliable tight end and so I think you would see George uh in involved more and then the the, the weird thing last week was Brandon Ayuk had five catches for I think almost 75 yards in the first half against the Vikings and didn't catch another ball after that it was weird don't know what was going on there but I would like to see him more involved. Obviously, he was the hero of that game against you guys uh, two years ago in Cincinnati with that game-winning touchdown. Um, I would I would venture to see venture to say that I, he will be more involved. And then I I kind of want to see if Kyle gets a little creative uh, when it comes to trying to fill a, a little bit of that Debo role and see if he puts maybe like a Jordan Mason in the backfield and then puts CMC in that Debo role. And, and see if he can't get CMC some of those same touches uh, that he gets Debo. So, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not worried at all that Kyle Shanahan can't, you know, figure out a game plan. Uh, I'm just worried about whether or not Sam Darnold can execute it. 
Well, say again, you mentioned Christian McCaffrey. It feels like that anytime touchdown is money for a lot of teams or a lot of fans who bet on sports every week when you look at Christian McCaffrey. And it's been an amazing trade for the San Francisco 49ers. And I'll say this, most of the season, it feels like the Cincinnati Bengals really struggle with stopping the run. And if DJ Reader takes any breaks, that's when you really capitalize on it. And Christian McCaffrey is the top running back in the NFL right now. Um, You know, what do you expect outside of, you know, maybe even just receptions, just the running game for Christian McCaffrey against this defense. Yeah. You know, the, the interesting thing is that if you look back at the last uh, three games for Christian McCaffrey, the the running game has actually been not great. Um, you know, McCaffrey had, uh, I think, 50, 50-ish yards against the Vikings, uh, against the Browns. I believe he had less than that, although the Browns, you know, you could argue have, are sporting probably the best defense in the NFL. Um, but yeah, they got to get the running game going. And I think part of the problem for the 49ers is, uh, more related to their offensive line or specifically their interior offensive line, which has been playing pretty poorly over the last, uh, handful of games. Um, you know, they, they dominated that Cowboys team, which is still a, a great defense. And then just put out two clunkers against the Browns and the Vikings. And again, not really sure what, what to point to, but uh, some more consistency on the interior of the offensive line is going to go a long way. And then again, you know, if, if Trent is out, that's tough because they love to run behind him and more is not, I mean, he's not half the run blocker that Trent Williams is. So, you know, they could really struggle to run the ball again uh, if, if, if Trent doesn't play, but I, I would imagine again with, if, if Purdy's not playing, Kyle's going to try and lean on the run and establish that early, and it'll be up to to the Bengals to prove that they can stop it. Two quick uh, defensive questions for the 49ers. When I looked at this game, the guy who scares me is when you put pressure on the offensive line. I know a lot of people have talked about the Bengals' offensive line over the last few years. I would say this is the better offensive line in Joe Burrow's career, and I don't know if that's saying too much. Uh, (laughs) But you you get some uh, low bar, right? Yeah, it's pretty – the bar's definitely low yeah. uh, for Joe Burrow and his offensive line, but they're going against Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, I've noticed just some of the criticism over the last few mm-hmm. games, and he's still someone who terrifies me going against this offensive line. What do you think about the D-line versus the Bengals' um, offensive line? You know, honestly, I think uh, you guys are uh, in for a bit of a rough go because I really do think that that defensive line is a bit embarrassed by their performance against the Vikings on, on Monday night. And, and they should be, it was a a terrible performance for a very star studded and expensive defensive line with Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead and Javon Kinlaw, sorry, Javon Hargrave and Javon Kinlaw. We've got two of them. They pronounce their first name differently, which is interesting. Um, And then obviously, and then Randy Gregory, who, was a pickup that they got uh, from, from the Broncos who had a sack against Cleveland, but, the 49ers had zero sacks against Minnesota and Kirk Cousins. So I I think that they're going to come into this game kind of with their hair on fire to to really just kind of show hey that Minnesota game that was that was the aberration, right? Like we're going to put this game on our backs and we are going to do whatever we can to dominate. And so, you know, and and Nick Bosa even said this week somebody asked him, you know, has do you feel like your holdout has affected you know, the way that you've played so far. And, and he basically said, yeah, you know, a lot of the things that he would have worked on in, in training camp, he's trying to work on now and it's causing him to think too much and things like that. So I think he's probably going to try and simplify some things. I think you might see, 
I think you might see Wilkes start to dial up some some stunts and twists and things like that to help the defensive line uh, rather than just trying to just straight up rush four. And like I said, I think they're going to come out a little bit angry and, and I'll be interested to see if 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 it makes a difference. Uh, that absolutely gives me nightmares to think about uh, <laughs> leading up to this game, to be completely honest. One more uh, question. When you think about yeah. guys like Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins, who has had mm-hmm. a little bit of a down year for, for this season, and he, and he is dealing yeah. with the rib fracture right now, and he's going to be playing through that. But Jamar Chase has been their most talented offensive player so far this season. I know yes. a lot of people could point at Joe Burrow and his calf injury, and he's about 90 to 100% now, and that's good to see for a mobile quarterback. But at the same time, it feels like they might move Jamar Chase around a little bit, but what do you think about these wide receivers versus the 49ers secondary? Well, as much as uh, that defensive line gives you nightmares, that wide receiver room gives me nightmares because I see what the Minnesota Vikings were able to do uh, against the 49ers on Monday night, and that was without Justin Jefferson. <laughs> and it's just like they, you know, they allowed 300 and I, I believe it was 40 some odd yards to, to Kirk Cousins and and you know Addison is is a great rookie, but again, that was Justin Jefferson is is all world, just like just like his his former teammate you have there in, in Jamar Chase. And so I am concerned about Chase and Higgins and Boyd and what they can do to this secondary, especially if the defensive line is not getting home. You know, and that was the biggest issue in Minnesota was, uh, you know, this this defense is predicated upon a four man pass rush, which is what can. If your four-man rush is getting home, then you can play all the zone you want behind because the quarterback isn't going to be able to pick that zone apart. But when the quarterback has all the time in the world, you can see what happens. They get just absolutely uh, picked apart. And so I'll be interested to see, you know, the 49ers have two good corners in in, in Mooney Ward and Diamador Lenore. I think Lenore is is an ascending player. Um, you know, I think he's he's grown over the past. This is his third season now. Uh, he was good last year. I think he's even better this year. Uh, but Jamar Chase is is the best wide receiver in the NFL, in my opinion, um, or or one B to Justin Jefferson. And I don't know. It's 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 scary, you know, to to see what happened on Monday night and then think that an even better quarterback and an even better wide receiver uh, room is coming to uh, coming to play on Sunday. So I would imagine that. We're still going to see a lot of zone. I don't think the 49ers are going to try and get away too much from what they do and what they do best. Um, it's just going to be whether or not the, uh, the 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 49ers can get home with that defensive line. I think that's going to be the difference in the game. If they can, I think that the, that the 49ers can win this game. If they can't get home, uh, I think it's going to be a long a long afternoon for the 49ers, and, and I would imagine that the, the Bengals would probably pull out that win.